Welcome to Busy House Happy Home, where you can ask Charlie your home dilemmas and I will help you along with my expert friends so your busy house becomes a happy home. I would like to welcome Hannah to the podcast. Now, I met Hannah via Instagram. Hannah has a business called Pop and Flow and Pop and Flow and Hannah bring me joy. They make me happy. And I am really, really thrilled that Hannah is our sponsor for this season of the podcast. So anybody that wants to purchase anything from Pop and Flow has a unique discount code of Charlie10. And I will link all of this in the show notes, but enough about that. Let's get chatting to Hannah. Hannah, welcome. Hi, it's really um, nice to be here. I haven't done a podcast before, so I hope I'm well behaved. (laughs) (laughs) It doesn't matter if you're badly behaved. I think that would make it more entertaining, but I'm really, really thrilled that you're joining me to chat because you just make me happy. And I think Instagram is this amazing place where I have met so many incredible people. Like, I feel like you're a friend, although we've never met, but we do have this really weird connection that gave we do goosebumps for days. <laughs> I posted a picture of a pony that we had on my Instagram stories, and I said that his name was Farndale, and you saw the picture, didn't you? Yeah. And, and said, oh my goodness. I think you said oh I had a pony called you said I had a pony called Farndale from um Low World Farm from the Gospels and it was the same pony so he was yeah. Farndale Sonny Jim we called him Farndale and you had him before yeah. I bought him for my brother and it's just such a small world it's quite scary it gives me goosebumps goosebumps now um yes we called him Sonny Jim he was quite naughty and I didn't have him for that long um but yeah and I just thought god that looks just like Sonny Jim and then when you said um we got him where you got him from I was just like oh my god it's the same pony um so yeah such a small world um yeah just you know quite crazy actually I can't wait one day to have a very large gin and tonic with you and just chat and laugh and giggle um yeah I think we're very very similar and I think that's why I really wanted to get you on the podcast and just chat about the mum juggle um (laughs) working juggling things ponies animals you name it I just thought it would be fun for people to listen um yeah um chatting together so Hannah how do you juggle um, <laughs> I guess up very early. Um, I have a very long list. Um, I have a, uh, like, um, and every Sunday, sort of, uh, before, before I've had my large gin and tonic in the afternoon, I'll put, a, um, like, a whiteboard. I've got a whiteboard on my fridge, and I go through my diary, and I put everything on there, and I make sure that the girls have got everything organized for school. I never, we always organize everything the night before. I'm not a morning. I mean, we've got, we've got to leave the house by 20 past seven anyway to get to school. So it's a moment of error. You've got to be on it. Yeah. And it's a case of training the girls as well, because I am a firm believer that I really want them to be independent. And I think it's really important 
and even from a small age when they were really really small you know they could dress themselves by sort of nearly I don't know I can't remember but they were quite good at getting dressed um I've never been and and sometimes like oh god sometimes I think oh I should just do it for them because it's so much easier but actually no it's not because in the long run they now just do it and then in there's no there's no issues really I mean okay don't get me wrong Poppy is really good she just she's super organized she's like me Flora takes a yeah I need a I need a big stick with her just to get her shifting a little bit um Plus is exactly the same her daddy is she's very similar to her daddy he's not um he's a little bit yeah he's not like me so yeah but it's just training them so that when they're older they hopefully will be you know it just means there's less hassle less stress yeah it is um it is easier to do it for them in the short run but in the long run it's really not easier yeah you've you've got to let them learn and uh be able to do their you know do do things for themselves yeah you know, mine, mine have just made lunch, which is amazing. Because I just said, well, you know, <laughs> you do it. Want to go out later? You need to do it, and you need yeah. to get up too. And for me, I'm now mine are a little bit older, I think, than yours. I'm just yeah. to see um, the rewards of all of that effort um, that that you yeah. put in. Yeah. Um, I've had them, um, I must be a funny story though, so as a child my mum made us do things and I always remember, <laughs> she still talks about it now, I always remember her making me hoover my bedroom the day before we had to go back to school and I cried and I said mum it's not fair I'm going to school tomorrow and you're making me hoover my bedroom and I tell the girls this and they're you know and I just said but you've just got to do it, uh, you know basically yeah. yeah. because I think and this is sort of what Ask Charlie is all based around is teaching our children so when they're older they've got the practical skills yeah and they're not sort of suddenly you know living by themselves for the first time having never cooked a meal or cleaned up after themselves or washed their clothes they've they've got to learn and it's our role as as a parent to teach and to educate, um, I believe, and uh, yeah, try try and do it in the happiest way. And we were we were talking about that, weren't we? About yeah, trying to keep keep a kind of happy home and keep things light makes life so much easier than yeah, and screaming and shouting and ranting. Um, yeah, I know. Um, I know that that from past experience, it just doesn't work. It's so much easier. Well, no, you and you did a you did a podcast or not a podcast, sorry, um, like a blog about um, children and you know how to sort of um, discipline them and, and things like that. And I took a tip away from that, and oh my god, it works so well. So you said instead of shouting, you know. Um, I would chat, Poppy, come and do this, come and do this. And she would basically not hear. Well, she just had selective hearing. The girls would have selective hearing. Um, and now I, and then you suggested or said that all you shout is, can I have a word? And honestly, it works a treat every time, every time. Yeah, it, it does. It makes such a difference. It's such a difference. I'm not letting them into my secret though. No, nor am I. <laughs> Hopefully they 
they don't listen to this. No. I think um, somebody gave me that advice and it does it does really work. And I think yeah. um, it's tone of voice as well. And I Simon often has um, like a negative tone of voice with the children and sometimes even with me. And I'll have to say, whoa, hang on, stop there. That's not, you know, that's not working. <laughs> yeah because when you have that negative tone of voice or you're shouting or you it comes across as angry you might not be angry or you, or you might be but it then puts the other person's hackles up and then yeah. you're negative back foot and that doesn't yeah. get you anywhere does it totally um i must say i mean i'm no angel though i do get a bit frustrated i think i i do shout and i think it's just frustration sometimes because my husband Nick um, is not often at home. He has his own business. He um, works really long hours, so it is always down to me. And they probably get sick of me. It's <laughs> quite tiring, Hannah. Yeah, and I and I, you know, and I, yeah, I do, uh, you know, everything. So um, yeah, I do probably get a bit shouty. And my father-in-law does because my mother and father-in-law live on the farm next door. He does sometimes say, "Gosh, Mrs. Hub, you've been shouting a bit this afternoon." Um, but yeah, it just ponies are involved, actually. <laughs> Um, I think I shout too sometimes it, it happens and and I think um, well I just shouted at Gus <laughs> Gus has got he's turned into a what's um is it a pyromaniac somebody who keeps lighting yes up. oh my goodness yeah. <laughs> just uh, <laughs> just before I sat down to chat with Hannah Gus had decided to light I don't even know where he got the matches from because I keep them above the fridge they know that they're there but it's a bit of an effort to get them so he must have climbed up there. He lit a tennis ball. I'm not even sure how he set fire to it, but I just came it in. It stank as well, because it's rubber, burning rubber. We saw these flames on the lawn and was like, oh. <laughs> and I did shout, because you, you have to. Yeah, yeah. I'm surprised um, Flora hasn't done that yet. She rather likes, um, she's quite into pen knives and matches well, and anything that involves uh yeah uh, yesterday the, we, there was a dead frog on the on the um drive and they were having great fun oh, i don't know what they were doing with it. it was quite disgusting but i just let them get on with it i've definitely got um tomboys in my household if that's what you call i mean just not girly girls there's there's no pink fluffiness in our house really it's all yeah generally gore mud and yeah, Ugh. yeah. <laughs> that's fine <laughs> it's fine and actually thinking about that children that grow up with a bit of gore and mud are less likely to have allergies did you know that um oh well I didn't know that but no my girls haven't got any allergies or anything and they generally are um I'm a really outdoor person I love being outside if I could choose to be and I think that's from growing up on a farm and in the countryside so if I can be outside I am and and generally well I've definitely always got Flora with me because she is such an outdoor girl and yeah Pop, Poppy will just come along too um and I had Flora yesterday afternoon we were planting loads of seeds in the greenhouse and she was my assistant so that was quite handy she's writing the labels for me and um poking a finger in all <laughs> 
in all the um the bits to put the seeds in so yeah, she was my assistant she's learning how to do that when she's older which is which is yeah really yeah um but she's also my um baker so she she's only um just nine but she loves um cooking and so she's always my um second in the command in the kitchen and oh sometimes i'm a bit like oh God, i'm really tired I really don't need your help, but come on, pull a stool up, come on, I'm just, yeah, um, so yeah, she's normally my helper. Yeah. I'm often sort of tidying up though afterwards, so I need to train her a bit more. Y yes, that is something. <laughs> giving myself a pep talk when I feel like that of, oh, I don't really have the time, I don't really want to do this, and I'm just like, no, 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 come on, we can yeah. do it. It's totally fine. We can do it. Yeah. They've got to experiment. They've got to make the mess. They've got to yeah. get creative. Otherwise, what else are they going to be doing? Watching TV or on a device or something? <laughs> Probably. Which sometimes is quite nice and, to let them. Yeah, <laughs> that is quite handy sometimes. And sometimes it's, you know, if you're tired, push for time, then um yeah whereas um school holidays and things like that it's it's easier and actually do you know I absolutely loved I mean I know lots of people didn't but I loved um the first lockdown and the pandemic we we were just feral and the girls sometimes say now oh mommy really wish we could be back in lockdown with you <laughs> so um yeah we we just uh, we were very lucky because we live on a farm, so we had plenty of space. Um, and we and it was this time of year, and and it was sunny. It was amazing, wasn't it? Yeah, and we just did loads of gardening and um, got found wild garlic and baking, and yeah, it, I definitely think I honed their home skills in in first lockdown. Excellent! I'm thrilled to hear that. <laughs> And you and I were messaging yesterday on Instagram and I said that I was really nervous about, uh, I, was, I was riding and I was really nervous. And you said that you were really nervous too and you just turned it into song. And that reminded me that that's what I used to do. So will you tell us a little bit about that? Because um, I think it's such a helpful thing to do. Yeah, so, um, so um i've got an old horse which a lovely friend emma um gave me because she didn't ride her anymore jenny and um she's about 24 and but she's still got a bit of something about her and poppy well flora really had got a new pony who's a bit whizzy and actually i've the girls have been really good about it and they've swapped ponies so poppy who's a little bit more confident and a bit more mature she's decided to ride the new pony who's called Peggy Sue. She's quite a character. She's from, that name. she came off a sort of a moor at the back of somewhere, some in, in Durham. And she's taking a little bit of time. We're taking time to get used to her because she's a little bit different to what we're used to. She's a bit more forward. So I have been really brave. Not, so a year, probably May last year, I started riding again, having not ridden for 20 years. Wow. I just got on the horse and I just thought, well, I make the girls do this. So I make them get on ponies and ride. So, God, I'm going to have to do it, aren't I? And it, don't get me wrong, I was really scared and I did do a lot of singing the first couple of weeks where I just sing a bit of, I don't know, like the sound of music, actually. I love that. Um, and Jenny was a bit. The situation when you yeah. it, it relaxes you. It relaxes. Yeah. 
just everything. Totally. Uh, and um, and then I've been really brave. So I obviously started riding her out and she was fine. Um, and she and I now have this sort of understanding. We're both sort of old girls and we just get on together. And then I've got this new pony. I thought I need to sort of get it used to open spaces. I think it's been galloped a lot in open spaces. And I think it, it just thinks that's what it's meant to do. And it's not. Um, so I need to calm it down. So I, I've been really brave and I've been getting on Jenny and leading a pony. Amazing. Um, again, a lot of singing, even opening gates. And I'm like, whoa, you know, I'm 45 this year. This, I, can do it. I can do this. This is quite an achievement. Um, and so yesterday I said to Poppy, right, we'll do some trotting, we'll do some cantering. But I said, you'll have to steer your pony. <laughs> you can't. And she kept cutting across and I came to turn a big circle. So in the end, I said, right, you're going to have to steer and we're all going to have to sing. <laughs> but it works. It absolutely works. Children were little on their ponies and they were a bit nervous. We would sing nursery yeah. rhymes, we'd sing all sorts of things. And it's it reminded me that actually when I'm nervous, because I am a nervous rider, um, I need to sing again. Just yeah. And the other the other thing that I do say to the girls as well, which I don't know why or where it's come from, and I say it to myself sometimes just to put things into perspective, is has your head dropped off? No. Has your leg dropped off? No, okay, we're fine. <laughs> we're fine. And I we're think fine. we can do this. Obviously, Hannah and I are talking about this in regards to ponies, but actually, I think it's a really good tip for anything. Anything, know, yeah. Any situation that you're a bit nervous about and a bit anxious about, and you don't even have to sing aloud. You can just do it in your head. You can just hum, but it relaxes you. And it is yeah. such good advice. <laughs> I think it just makes you feel happy <laughs> it does and I do love a good um the girls and I listen to the radio on the way to school every morning and we always have a good sing as well yeah. as a good chat I have um I always have really good chats with the girls I love having a good um school run and a good chat in the car I, um, I think the car is good actually because to chat to them yeah it's almost as better than um around a kitchen table because there's no eye contact so they can ask you things and you can sort of speak, but we don't, you're sort of too busy, you're concentrating on driving as well. So you can't, you don't have time or you, you can sort of just say how you feel e easier than maybe if you're opposite each other on a kitchen table. And um, so no, um, we do a lot of chatting in the car as well as singing. <laughs> exactly the same, we have a lot of heart to hearts. We've had some pretty awkward conversations too. Oh yeah, I've done quite a lot of, um, I've done quite a lot of birds and the bees and everything in the car. Um, and I'm quite matter of fact, I'm, I'm quite honest with the girls to a, am I? To their next time because I just think that they're old enough. I just think it's better to be honest with them because then they're going to be honest with me, actually. Yeah, yeah. It, I completely, completely agree. And I think it's difficult. If you're not honest with them, then they, when they find out the truth, they then can't trust you yeah because they think well hang on I was told that by mummy and I'm supposed to trust my mum and she's supposed to be honest with me totally so I think it's so important to have yeah. honest yeah. conversations I'm very matter of fact and open with mine I'm so excited that we have a sponsor for our first season of the podcast 
popandflow.com. Pop and Flow is beautiful homeware, jewellery, scarves, towels. They just have beautiful, beautiful things. Hannah that runs it brings me joy. Her website brings me joy. It makes me happy. And so I'm really thrilled that they are a sponsor for the podcast. And Hannah has kindly given us a discount code of CHARLIE10 when you purchase anything from her website. I will leave all the details to popandflow.com down in the show notes. Do take a look because it brings me joy and I hope it will to you as well. I, I also think it's important, so say if I do get cross um, with them or I don't know, or I'm frustrated about something or I'm tired or whatever, I always say to the girls, oh, I'm really sorry. I'm just blah, 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 you know, tired, cross, frustrated, happy, whatever. But I always think it's important to speak about how I feel with them so that then hopefully they will do the same with me because I just think that's a good way of letting them understand everyone. Everyone has feelings and mummy isn't some superhuman. She's actually a person that is the same as them and has the same gets the same as them yeah same emotions yeah yeah that's right that's what that was the word I was looking for Charlie <laughs> I think it, you know it is it is really important and I yeah had times where I've said to the children I'm really sorry I've had a terrible day Things yeah stressful so I might I might be a bit snappy or I might be a bit quiet tonight because this is what's happened and and then they can understand and I think yes if we're open and honest with them and you, you you mentioned this a moment ago they will be open with us and that yes. is the most important thing that my children can come and talk to me about something no matter how bad it is yeah and we can you know sit down we do a lot of sitting down around the kitchen table and discussing things that yeah you know if they're unhappy about something you know we'll either talk in the car but if um if there's something that's happened or I've heard something, I'll say, come on, let's sit down. Let's talk about this. Let's yeah. go through and, and get their feelings out because I didn't. And I think this is why I wanted to start this podcast. On the surface, I had a very happy home. I'm doing inverted commas with my fingers. <laughs> um, but actually behind closed doors, it wasn't a happy home. It was far from a happy home. My mother tried the hardest but she was married to somebody that, that was very difficult and she was living a, such a stressful life that actually she couldn't cope and and it was it was a very unhappy home behind the scenes and she wasn't open with us she didn't tell us what was going on she didn't talk to us about things she kept it all to herself internalized it all and actually then made herself unwell because of that yeah and then when everything erupted it was a huge shock and that yeah that was really damaging actually um and so I have learned from that and I think it's really important to learn from from the past and from negative situations and and flip them around and and then put a positive spin on it because we're always learning aren't we yeah always and I love the fact that I'm a, such a positive person and I love the fact that you're really positive as well because I think that and okay we're all different everyone's different and some people 
I'll probably really annoy some people because I'm always so positive. <laughs> but and and then that's just who I am. But I just think, um, yeah. Although this morning I didn't spring out of bed with a clock change. Um, I was a bit like, oh, God, this is hard this morning. But normally I'm just you know morning person. Get out of bed, off we go. Um, I mean, don't get me wrong. I do get grumpy sometimes. Uh, ask my husband, probably mostly with him. Um, but um, yeah, I just think it's important to try and be as positive as and put a positive spin on things, even if it isn't great. There's always a way around. There's always a silver lining to every cloud, I think. And there's beauty out. And I think my dad that actually. He always says, out of every mishap, there's always an opportunity. There is. It absolutely is, Hannah. And I also think from my past, I've learned that actually, yeah, you can have a moment of kind of uh, doom and gloom. You can kind of get yourself in a little bit of a spin, but then you've actually just got to pull yourself together and be like, come on, we've got to do this. Because actually, if you spend too much time focusing on the negative, it's so draining. Yeah. So exhausting. And yeah. You put yourself in this kind of funk of of negativity and it's so much harder to get out and actually I just like no 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 come on we've got to do this Pull yeah together and I'm like right we're going to tackle this head first we're going to get on with it and 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 look at the positives and yeah you might not see the positives in an awful situation um but there is always light at the end of the tunnel and that might take you a few weeks, a few months to get to, but the sooner you can kind of pick yourself up and pull yourself through it, the better you feel. And Mm -hmm. when you're feeling better, you can cope with the situation. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Um, And if all else fails, get outside and fresh air and just have a walk and clear your head and just, and, and don't, you know, don't take your phone or music or anything. Just actually be uh, grateful for, I mean, I, I love my, I've got about 20 minutes in the morning where I get up, go outside, do the ponies, do a few jobs before I come in, grab my coffee, get and shout for the girls to get up. And I just go outside. I mean, it's been beautiful. I'm in a very positive mood at the moment because the weather's been so good. But, you know, and it's always such a gorgeous morning. And, and that just sets me up for the day, actually, um, in, a, in a good way. I just feel like my head's set and off we go. Yeah, um, yeah. makes such a difference. And actually, I'm quite pleased that we've got so many dogs at the moment. When I go for a walk, I can't really go with a friend. And I can't look at my phone because I've got to be focused on where they all are. But that is so good for my my brain, for my mental yeah. health, because I'm not distracted. I'm just in the moment. I'm present. Yeah. Come back feeling so much better. Yes, it's lovely to go for a walk with a friend and chat to them, and and I do do that. But I don't actually take all six dogs with me because God, I, I don't know how you have six dogs. It's crazy, but actually, one border terrier tips me over the edge sometimes. They go in a they go in a pack, and as long as I keep the pack going and moving, and I you know I can't look at my phone because that's when somebody will disappear down a hole. <laughs> I just have to keep focused and on it, and I found it so good. I come back feeling really revitalized. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I also think that. Um, a little bit of if you can fit it in and I hadn't um because of the pandemic 
I just was walking all the odd run, but I'm not a good runner. But I was going spinning pre, pre-COVID that I absolutely love my spin classes. And then they obviously stopped, but then the lady started them up again and I never quite got there. It was always an excuse. And I've just probably in the last, ooh, I don't know, three months, two, three months, started spinning again. Oh, what a difference. Yeah, exercise is so good for us. Yeah, um, and I feel like my core is stronger so that actually I've, and I've got more energy, um, but my core is stronger. So actually riding and leading a pony wasn't, as difficult as I thought it was going to be probably because I felt stronger yeah Um, so yeah I just think it just yeah um and again it's a a bit of a luxury that I can squeeze it in but it's something that is a little bit non-negotiable I think it's so important to squeeze it in I mean you know me from my Instagram I I'm it's part of my morning routine I have to do it because if I feel strong physically then I feel stronger mentally and yeah tackle things in a far better way with a better attitude yeah actually if if I'm not feeling strong in my body then everything just seems to go to pot yeah well you don't have any energy to do anything and then you get frustrated with yourself and then the, the, the jobs pile up and then you get shouty because the jobs are piling up it's a circle circle of negativity yeah we we don't have time for do we (laughs) no (laughs) no time for that no no someone said to me when do you relax and um I do try to a little bit on a Sunday afternoon but there isn't much time for relaxing but it's um I think when you've got sort of children and animals and you're working it's a constant kind of juggle but I find if I keep on top of things then I've got a little bit more downtime it's where yeah I would I would definitely say for me my downtime is doing something that I really like so it would be gardening yeah me too cooking I quite enjoy cooking and that's sort of like my a bit of therapy although Sometimes it's not when I'm literally trying to get about 10 meals in the freezer. That's more of a, like a, a mission. But um, yeah, I, I, I like cooking. I like entertaining. I like finding some pretty flowers for the kitchen table, uh, reading. And I'm actually quite well behaved. I do go to bed at a reasonable time because I don't. It all, again, I, yeah. I do. I still, I'm in bed by nine. <laughs> oh, well done, you. I'm more of maybe, maybe ten, ten or ten or nine with a book and asleep by ten. But uh, oh, really I just yeah, I'm not. And Nick gets up. He leaves. He gets up about five. And quite honestly, once he's up, the whole house might be as well be up because he's literally singing in the shower and you know dancing on the landing and turning all the lights on and it's just like oh god here we go yeah we're all up yeah (laughs) Hannah will you tell us a little bit about pop and flow and um okay yeah I'm I'm not very good about um I get a bit shy about talking about my business uh in inverted commas I don't know it's just yeah I'm I get a bit shy and um but where did my idea come from it it started so I used to when the girls were really little I used to um sell a little bit of jewelry from a brand that isn't isn't in the UK anymore called Stella and Dot yeah I know it lovely jewelry brand 
and they I did it for two years and you know quite enjoyed it it got me out of bath time that was the best bit that's why I did it initially because I could just you know go out and do these nights with girls and it was really good fun and it sort of gave me a bit of confidence again having just had children yeah and um because really I I did a degree in agriculture at Newcastle so I'm a farmer by trade and then I did a pro and then I actually did a PGCE as well so I I taught as well so I could I've got those to do as well but I wanted to just do something that fitted around the girls so I did that and obviously Stella and Dot they left the UK back to America and I had a customer base of about two or three hundred people and I thought you know what I could maybe just source some of my own things and see how I go so I was a bit brave I was a bit scared and I found some jewelry and scarves and 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 it sort of it it went quite well so and that was 2019 I think and I named the business I asked lots of friends what they thought and I asked the girls what they thought and I thought well really it's funding the extras and the the nice things that we do so really it you know I'll call it pop as in poppy and flow as in flora um so that's how it was born and then um and I had a really successful sort of I think I started in April and went and then was really busy over Christmas and then obviously the pan pandemic hit <laughs> yep um so I was a bit like ooh, okay not many people are going to be wanting earrings and scarves maybe as prezzies not really anything else so um but my home I I really like I've always loved um things in my house bits it's full of stuff um and I love color and I thought god you know everyone's at home I might just start sourcing a few bits of homeware and I spoke to mum and she's like yeah mum my sort of style definitely comes from my mum she she's got great style well, I think she has. Um, so I started finding bits, um, and I think it was July, and I just started with, I think, mats um, from British Colour Standard and candles and candlesticks and vases, and it's gone from strength to strength. And I, I have both now. Um, I probably, if I hadn't done the jewellery with Stella and Dot, I probably would have and I'd started my own business, I probably would have done home first, but actually yeah. I think they complement each other. And um, my key thing is obviously it has to be, everything has to be somehow, if it can be, sustainably sourced or sourced from a, uh, um, either fair trade or my jewelry suppliers are generally um, female-led, uh, artisan businesses um, so I try really hard and I'm trying harder to sort of go down that route it always has to be colorful and pretty and fun but practical as well so I just feel like um, yeah I, I want people to be able to use things again and again and again so you know, the quality is always you know things that I want to buy myself and I wouldn't want anybody else um you know if I buy something and it's not great then I'll be cross and the same yeah. goes for what I'm selling I wouldn't want to sell anything that I don't like 
or don't trust myself. Does that make sense? It makes total sense. And that's um, why. I also, being a Yorkshire girl, um, being a Yorkshire girl, I like value for money. So I try and source everything where possible of under £35 because, you know, um, as much as I love all my lovely friends and family, you know, I, I think uh, I, I want to, I don't want to spend like loads of money, but I still want them to have something nice or equally for me, you know, I wouldn't feel guilty maybe buying a pair of earrings for 20 quid, but I would feel really guilty if they were 70 quid. Does that make sense? Yeah, it makes total sense. And that's why Hannah, I reached out to you and said, you know, <laughs> would, would you be a sponsor? Because I love what you stand for. I love. Oh, thank you. you. <laughs> And, and they make me happy and it's that's good that's that's the key as well that is the key everyone I hope when people open their parcels they're you know they're pleased with what they've got and they're happy with happy and actually I do have lots of um lovely customers and lots of returning customers which is good um so yeah um let's just hope it carries on I must say though at the moment it is a funny time um, with what's going on in in Russia uh, and so Ukraine and Russia, and and you know the worry of inflation and fuel prices and all this worry, yeah. and you know it's really hard to know sometimes what to say to customers or what to say on Instagram or um, yeah, but um, yeah, basically it's, it's very hard. It's very hard, and it's it's a very worrying time for for many people and it is you know I've um denied about what to do and my last course I donated profit um to the yeah Red Cross and I know that you've done the same and I think yeah we just can do be there to support and have their back and be mindful of what's going on in the world but we do yes. have to carry on and we've got a lovely lady that works works in Simon's office and she's from the Ukraine and her and I had this conversation last week because um you know she's feeling really helpless she's got family out there and she's like oh, oh, yes it's so difficult and we just, yeah. I just said you know you've just got to be there to support them and I think that that's all we can do is yeah I I've got another couple of ideas. So I've got some, um, I need to get in touch with um, some people that maybe are doing parcels out because I've got some um, sort of scarves left over from last season that I think I might just, because they're all new. So I thought, well, actually, because I don't think people are accepting um, used clothes. I think it has to be new. So, um, and the girls have done some boxes and stuff to school. So I think probably we'll, in the Easter holidays, we'll look and see if we can parcel up some scarves and bits and pieces as well. And just, um, yeah, just do what we can. Do our best, basically. Exactly. Yeah, 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 absolutely. It's all we can do. Yeah, totally. Oh, Hannah, it's been so gorgeous chatting. Oh, thanks for having me. Well, I was a bit nervous. <laughs> well, you've been brilliant. You've been absolutely brilliant. Oh. A huge thank you for being our first sponsor. It's oh well, thanks for having me. I feel very honoured that you, you, you wanted to um yeah have me on here. So thank you. Well, you are so welcome. You are just a bundle of fun and happiness and joy. And I just wanted everybody else to feel that because. <laughs> 
whenever I see you on Instagram, you make me smile. And- oh, that's really kind. Well, do you know what? If that's all, if I can do that, then that is what makes the world go round, basically. Thank you, Charlie. Absolutely. Well, big thank you. And all of Hannah's details will be linked in the show notes below if you'd like to get on touch. But Hannah is on Instagram at pop and flow, aren't you? Yes, that's right. Yeah. Well, thank you, Hannah. And um, lots of love. Lots of love and enjoy your um, Easter holidays. I hope there's no more um, burning tennis balls on the lawn. Yeah. My nerves. I would be really grateful if you are enjoying my podcast. If you would just take a moment to hit the subscribe button, it helps other people know that we exist, and I would be so grateful of that. And leave me a review. The more subscribers we have, the more episodes I can put on for you. So please just take a moment and hit the subscribe button.